0: surprised because the very same Holy Spirit that dwells in Miranda Richards lives in my heart. And we're on the same track this morning. Exactly. And we didn't talk did we? Don't you just love it when the Lord shows up and does stuff like that? I'm telling you I love it. David was the youngest boy and Jesse didn't understand at all what he had in that child his. He didn't have a clue. He he didn't even sin for him when Samuel came to anoint a king. He left him out there in the field, being the last kid of eight boys. That was not the place you want to be in that lineup. His brothers hardly acknowledged him. Last week we read the disrespect. Remember Eliab had for David when David came on the scene and saw Goliath there? And you know what Eliab said? Go back and tend those few sheep. What are you trying to do here? Be a big shot? Go home. Go home. Sounds like he's talking to a dog, doesn't it? Go home. But under the influence of the Spirit of God, he ignored that brother's disdain, and he stayed at that battlefield, and with the might of God, he killed Goliath. Well, now he runs into Saul, who's jealous of him and insecure, and at first seemed to love him, and then that love turns to extreme hate. And in effect, he imprisons David. He's not going to let him go home. I'm afraid he has subscribed to that old adage, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. You will to see what was David was doing all the time. And we're going to find out today that he even takes a spear and hurls it at David, intending fully to pin him to the wall. Oh, my. Imagine what a kid like David was feeling with all of this going on around him. Have you ever felt unloved? Have you even, even for a moment, even for a moment, yeah, I, in the middle of some depression when everything is really, really dark and and, and you know you need a friend when you feel unloved, you need somebody to come alongside of you, and you think, "I, I don't even have a friend." Well, of course you do. But at that time, you get to feel in that way. I don't have anybody that really cares that much. Or maybe you're thinking about your husband, you know. But he was so romantic when we first got married. And now it just seems like he'd rather be at these buds than be with me. And I don't know what's happening here. Or How about this? The kids leave home. And they forget to call. I'm the mama. Don't they know they're supposed to call me and check in with me on a regular basis? And don't they love me? And Oh, my goodness. Everybody needs to feel loved, and believe me, everybody needs a friend. No doubt. Listen to this. On a quiet street in the city, a little old man walked along, shuffling through the autumn afternoon, and the autumn leaves reminded him of other summers come and gone. He had a long, lonely night ahead, waiting for June. Then among the leaves near an orphan's home, a piece of paper caught his eye, and he stooped to pick it up with trembling hands. And as he read the childish writing, the old man began to cry because the words burned inside him like a brand. Whoever finds this, I love you. Whoever finds this, I need you. I ain't got nobody to talk to, so whoever finds this, I love you. The old man's eyes searched the orphan's home and came to rest upon a child with her nose pressed up against the window pane. And the old man knew he had found a friend at last, so he waved to her and smiled. And they both knew they'd spend the winter laughing at the rain. And they did spend the winter laughing at the rain, talking through the fence, exchanging little gifts they had made for each other. The old man would carve toys for the little girl, and she would draw pictures for him of beautiful ladies surrounded by green trees and sunshine, and they laughed a lot. But then, on the first day of June, the little girl ran to the fence to show the old man a picture she drew, but he wasn't there. Now the a girl was coming back. So she went to her room and took a crayon and paper and wrote whoever finds this I love you. Whoever finds this I need you. I ain't even got nobody to talk to. So whoever finds this I love you. Everybody needs a friend. Everyone needs someone. Here's the wonderful thing. In, d- in desperation David more than just a little boy, God knew that he needed someone at that point, and he found a young man that had a pure heart like David and the same love of God that he had, and he sent Jonathan into David's life. Has he ever sent someone into your life? Here's the wonderful thing about David, and I think Jonathan, too. Before Jonathan, David had already found a friend. He got to know him intimately as he spent long, lonely nights alone out in a field. His father not even checking as he faced lions and bears out there by himself with no one to protect him and to help him except, except his best friend, his dearest friend, because David was a friend to God. And let me tell you something that David would testify to. God wants to be your intimate friend. And most people don't believe that. They don't think about it. They sure don't understand it. God and me? Only those that have stood at the foot of the cross and looked up into the eyes of Jesus and saw the love and realized, he took my sin. He did that for me. Only those people can really understand that God wants to be intimately involved. He sent that son for you. And sometimes we forget. We spend days without taking a walk with him. David had the stars to look at, and he saw God. He had sheep to talk to, and God. And he learned that God would be an intimate. And oh, he sang to him and spent long days and nights with him and praised him. You know, God has things to tell us and to show us, but only intimacy will reveal it. Only intimacy. Close relationships require an openness that many of us, many Christians, don't really want to have. See, there are skeletons in our closet that we've never really dealt with. They rattle at us now and then and remind us of some things that we've done in the past. They rattle. They remind us of things that we're holding on to now that God really doesn't like. We've got little secret sins that we don't want to give up. We really don't. We have things that we know we are supposed to do, and we just don't want to. David knew what to do. David said this. He said, any minute, oh, God, would you search my heart? And would you point out anything in me that displeases you? will you help me deal with that and lead me on paths of righteousness? My sisters, here's the truth. When we fall deeply in love with the one who loves us to the ultimate degree, we will be willing to give up everything that's hidden in that closet. We will. Skeletons. Anger that maybe you're still holding. Jealousy of someone. A secret sin that you're still hanging on to. Things that are just on the edge between right and wrong, and you want you want the privilege to be able to drop any, either way as the time comes. We know that God knows, and as long as we guard the skeletons, we stiff arm God. God, I want you in my life. This distance, please. Whatever it is, it isn't worth hiding. Pray, God, give us the, j- just just take the key to the closet. And you clean it out, and it'll be sweet-smelling and beautiful. Secret sins, those things that your friends don't even know about you, when they're gone, what a relief. Have you felt the cleansing power of Jesus Christ? Has there ever been time that you carried something and carried it and carried it, and suddenly you got to God, you got on your face, and in tears you confess, oh, God, forgive me, wash it away, and you got up clean? Have you ever experienced that? There's nothing like it what a relief tearing down the wall of what it is that kept you from perfect intimacy with almighty God God knew that we needed a human picture so he sent Jesus and Jesus said no longer do I call you servant but I call you friend and Jesus said things like this Go ahead, lay your head on my breast, and I'll carry the burden that you brought today. Don't we need that sometimes? I'll carry it for you, Jesus said. Lay your head on me. What a beautiful thing. It's not too heavy for him. Why wouldn't we walk with Jesus and sing to him like David to give him what we have in our hands? And every day, Lord, here it is. Here's my hand. Take out anything that displeases you. I don't want it. I don't want it. And Father, add anything that you see that needs to be in my life (laughs) why wouldn't we want friendship like that with god david could walk seemingly alone because he knew he was never alone you all have a best friend for a lot of reasons and one of the reasons may be that you're not afraid of them you can trust them with your friendship I think God prepared Jonathan to love David. I believe he did that. I believe it was a work of the Holy Ghost. And it was instant. Apparently, by the the account of the Bible, when they saw each other, they loved each other. Ever have that happen to you? Someone that you just know, ah, I want her for a friend. Today, we're going to read that they exchanged cloaks and weapons and belts. Jonathan knew in his heart, I'm not going to be king. My daddy is, but I'm not going to be But my friend is, David is. And Jonathan took off his clothes that belonged to a prince. And David's clothes were ragged and filthy. And they traded. What a picture. It's so tender to me. And you know why that picture is so tender? Because Jesus did that for me. It happened to me. He took my robe of filthiness and he draped it over himself on the cross. And then you know what else he did? <laughs> he tenderly put that robe of righteousness over me and made me, you ready for this? Pure as the driven snow. Isn't that almost impossible to believe? But it's true. I could not be cleaner than when Jesus cleans me up. He's done that for me and for you. He is our best friend. You may have a good friend, but Jesus is our best friend. There's nothing sweeter than a daily walk with him. God, help us embrace it and never run from it. And as we face our Goliaths, and yes, we've got them in our life, as we run from the King Sauls who want to bring us down, God in his grace provides us with some companions on this earth. You've got some friends, and if they are Christian friends, you have been appointed to them, and they have been appointed to you. God's into details, into details. Friends who have been to the cross have that unselfish love that can only come from an indwelt spirit of Jesus abiding in them. Will you just praise God for friends like that? So here's the what I want to say this morning. Be that kind of friend. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Treasure your Christian sisters who will friend you, but way beyond that. Oh, don't you want to go after that ama- an intimate, amazing friendship with your Father God? I want to be able to sing that song with a pure, unfettered heart, knowing it's true. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. So, thank you for listening to that. And with those thoughts in mind, let's do this this morning. Would you bow your head and close your eyes? And I know you hear that a lot, but there's a reason for it. I want you to get inside yourself with God this morning. Forget who's around you. Just get inside yourself with God and do this for me. I want you to think of your very best friend. Maybe it has to be plural. Maybe, maybe you can't narrow it down to one. So if that's the case right now, I want you to think of them, and I want you to take just a minute to tell God, thank you for bringing them to your life. Do that for me now, for for his sake. And then I want to ask you, do you have a friend that Miranda was singing about a while ago, a friend that is lost? Think of that person right now. I'll give you just a second, because I want you to nail down the person that you need to be thinking about. Will you pray right now that God will open the door for you to tell them all about Jesus? And then I want to say this to you. Someone who may not be your dearest and best friend, but someone you know who really needs you. Someone needs your prayer this morning. Someone's in trouble, someone's in dire straits, and they need your prayer. Let me give you just a moment to whisper a prayer to Jesus right now concerning that friend.